the My Cancer, My Choices podcast, a spotlight on men and cancer. Good morning, my name is Mandy Barter. I'm the co-founder of a charity called My Cancer, My Choices. We offer complementary therapy to people undergoing cancer treatment in Berkshire. So joining me this morning is John Mack, who's from the Lions. And John, we're going to talk today about the initiative that the Lions set up in Reading and uh, I'd like you to tell me about it please. Yeah, I'd like to start by giving you a little bit about the lines themselves yes. so that uh, yep. y- you can understand. Uh, the Lions Club of Reading is one of many many clubs, I think there's about 14,000 clubs in the world uh, and we belong to an organization which is the Lions Club International Federation which involves people who are all volunteers who raise money, no one is paid for good causes to help those who are less fortunate than us mostly locally but also nationally and internationally. Uh, the Reading Lions Club uh, has about 33 members. Uh, I have been a member for about 16 years, uh, joined them 16 years ago, became president, zone chairman and all this. But in the last 7-8 years, apart from uh, the duties of treasurer, uh, my main thing was the prostate cancer awareness events that we have been holding for men in uh, in, in in Reading. Yeah. You asked me. Yes. How oh, did that? So how did that yeah. come about, John? Uh, about eight years ago, we a couple of our members uh, died uh, as a result of complications from prostate cancer, and obviously the club was talking about them. And I found out that uh, there was a club in the Midlands who had set up um, a, an evening where they invited the local people to come have free tests. Mm-hmm. So I went and visited them and asked them how it was being done. Uh, and then through that, uh, I got to talk to... Uh, the urologist, oncologist, specialist on prostate cancer that they used and he was very, very helpful and uh, and then started making research, looking at all the organizations that were involved with prostate cancer and uh, we started our very first event in uh, 2013 uh, at the Royal Barks in Reading not knowing whether we're going to get 10 people come in, 20 people, and uh, we were surprised. I think the first year we had, I've got, I've got the figures here, yeah. the first year we had 495 people oh attend. We were, and uh, one thing that I found through the years, it's very hard work, and on the day is non-stop. Yeah. However, every single person that came as volunteers and helped, they get a buzz out of it. They really get a buzz. As far as I'm concerned, apart from that, 
the thing that stands in my mind is, and I'm sure you must feel the same in your charity, is when you get a phone call from a woman and says, Lions, yes, I owe my husband's life to you. He came, he, you know, he was, you get, and we get a lot of that. Goodness. Uh, we get uh, people, uh, an example, for example, we had a director of a company uh, who was diagnosed uh, with, as a result of our, uh, event, one of our events, and they arranged a trip at Kilimanjaro and they raised about £5,000 towards the event. So this is the, the thing, yeah, and we get it every thing. year, every year. You get phone calls or friends saying, I went to my friend, neighbours, etc. And that is what That's is what you do. very sad. And yeah, I'm sure yeah. you know what yeah, I'm absolutely. talking about. I, yeah. Of course I know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, yeah. it's a good feeling. So, yes. To, to be able to do something. Yes, that's, yes. Um, it really serves, yes. Yeah. It also has brought, this event has brought the name of the lions in Reading uh, very uh, to the forefront. Yeah. Because a lot of people you were talking, you know, sort of 16 years ago, who are the lions? Is it a rugby club or something like that, you know? Uh, and we have, through the, the years, we've done 7th. The 7th was done in November, the 7th mm -hmm. event. Mm -hmm. uh, we have... Do it at the same time every year? Or no, we work? used to do it around about February. Not the first one. The first one was in January, I think. And... Uh, it snowed and it was, you know, sort of, yeah. I remember um, a newspaper had put, um, there was an avalanche uh, at, the, at the Royal Barks, not snow, an avalanche of people, <laughs> uh, but then we moved it a little bit further, February, March. Yeah. However, we, the 2018 one uh, was at the Circle and we got about 3,000 men come, and it, it got too much for the circle. Right. So we had to find an alternative venue, yeah. and uh, we found the Rutherford Cancer Center at Thames Valley in Sheenfield. And by the time we found, and you know, we talked to them about it, and. Uh, explain to them what was happening. We had to do it November to allow us time to prepare it. Right. So, and I think from here on would be a yearly thing. And is it going to be at Rutherford as well? So 2020 is going to be in Rutherford? Or? Well, uh, uh, we are having a debriefing okay. meeting this week. This, okay. No, sort of next week. All right. I think they were, they were very pleased about it. Very, very pleased about it. It's extraordinary. So you've gone from 495 and that's, that's a Big number yes, as well yeah, for your beginning. very first event. Yeah. To yeah, um, yeah we had uh, we had last year we had we actually tested just over two thousand five hundred people. At the, we had about three thousand come, but we we ran out of uh, uh, needles and things like that. Okay. Uh, this year, uh, because the costs have doubled. Yeah. Um, we had to put a limit to 2,000. Yes. Next year, we will wait and see. 
We'll, we'll see. see how it goes. See how yes. the debrief goes. Yes, yes. we we'll see. Yes. So, John, for me, I think that um, I know in the charity that, um, for example, in Berkshire, just marginally more men than women uh, last year, the year before, were diagnosed uh, with cancer in Berkshire. So, but I thought in the charity, what I noticed that the the the, the number of men that use our charity uh, are quite low. So we started looking at our marketing and um, you know talk, talking about men and how they use services um, yes. that are available to them um, who have cancer. So for me, you, what you're doing gets men talking about um, prostate cancer. It gets men talking. Yes, it so is. So that's really important message. It is, and yeah. um, there must be a scope of cooperation. I mean, the lines, and as far as because. I read what you do and I know what you do and uh, I, again it is something very co commendable um, and we can't cooperate. Um, originally you're right, uh, men at the beginning thought that you know sort of oh prostate cancer they thought it was an intrusive test. Yeah. All it is it's a simple blood test yeah. and we have aimed our uh, advertisement and our plugging uh, to women as well because you must yeah. be surprised how many men come with their wives yes. and how many women ring to ask about it. It's the women that are pushing. That, that's exactly what we find in yeah. charities well, that, yes. men, that women ring up on behalf yes. of their partners yes. um, to put men up. And you know sort of a little bit of statistics on the prostate cancer side of it. One in eight men will develop yeah. prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. There is every year 41,000 men diagnosed with prostate cancer. In other words, every day about 130 men come at home and say to their family, their loved ones, I have some bad news. I visited my GP and he said I've got prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. Every day. Mm -hmm. And then every day in the UK you have about 13 men who die as a result of complications from prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be so because prostate is prostate cancer is an aggressive non-symptomatic it hasn't got sim you don't the, the biggest yeah. thing is you have no symptoms yeah. and this is why those tests yeah. is not a perfect test. the blood test at the moment is not a perfect yeah. test yeah. but it's the best available at the moment mm -hmm. right and and you get if you catch it in time it's curable yeah early diagnosis early diagnosis yeah. yes i'm sure yes. with your experience yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. And unfortunately, out of the people who are diagnosed, only about 40% of them catch it in time. Mm -hmm. The rest, you know, so it doesn't mean that if it has spread, it's not curable, but it, you stand more danger. Yeah. Uh, and we, we try to push that, you know, sort of, I go out uh, and talk to places where the, there is a conglomeration of men yeah. um, and especially if in the family a man has had 
uh, breast cancer in the family yeah. here in Solom, yes. uh, or uh, they are of Afro-Caribbean. Yeah. Because the number statistically is yes. one in four rather yeah, one than one in eight. Four rather yeah. than one in eight. Yes. Or if you are overweight. Right. So these things you have to uh, have a test once a year because it's not just the reading of the test. We have had cases where someone was reading point one, and then the next year it, it was reading two, but two was still within the range, the yes. acceptable range. But yeah. in one year it was a very big jump. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was he had cancer. The, what we're doing is we're just giving them, we're saying to them, your reading is higher than what statistically it should be. It doesn't mean you've got cancer, but we suggest you go and see your GP. And the first thing that they do is have another PSA. prostate PSA test. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you may ha have had vigorous bicycle exercise yes. or, 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 you know, sort of you sex, if you yes. had sex the day before, yeah. uh, that would push, uh, boost the, uh, the PSA reading up. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah John, just um, can we talk about that, the, the PSA test and, and what you, you, what's considered to be a normal range for the PSA test? Um, what, what is the normal yeah. range? The, it varies on the age mm -hmm. and uh, and this is based on statistics and we we actually have those details when a man gets the um, the reply he gets um, either a green letter what we call a green letter or a number letter or a red letter right, right. Uh, depending on your age yeah. if you're uh, if you're from 50 to uh, 50, there is three categories right. and so you could be four and if you're young, if you're you know sort of 45, 46 and you've yeah. got four, yeah. it's high, yes. you need to test it. Yeah. Uh, but if you're 65, 70, it's okay. okay. So there is a range. I, I don't know them, uh, you know, sort of off hand, but there is a range. Yes, okay. Um, and are you getting younger men being tested now? We we getting uh, we, we yeah we, we have people uh, that are come and ask to be tested uh, when they're forty etc. We would accept them if they had history. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Up until last year, we'd accept everybody right. whoever come yeah. and and a lot of people over eighty. But again, statistics say that if you develop prostate cancer and you're over 80 years old, mm -hmm. you will not die of it, mm -hmm. you'll die with it. Yeah. That's what they say. So yes. again, because of the financial situation, we put a limit to up to 80. Yeah, because you, you have to have a criteria. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I understand that. Yeah. So, so you wouldn't test anybody who's younger than 40? We would if... He has yeah, had history in yeah. the family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we would. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, from um, those early days, four hundred and ninety-five. Did yes. you say? Yeah. Um, up until obviously the big. Yes. 
Uh, how many men have tested positive? And uh, yeah, we had out of of uh, first of all, we tested about uh, eight thousand two hundred in the seven years, Gosh. right? And out of them, we had about six hundred that tested positively. Uh, in as much as they had to go and have further tests. Yeah. And out of them, again, based on statistics, because once we send the letters, you know, data, protection and all that, we don't get involved unless they come back to, you. Come back to us. Yeah. And, and, and especially this year, um, we... Don't ha we don't even keep the names of the people that have attended, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The hospital has, and the on oncologist has. Yeah. Um, so out of the six hundred, and I would reckon that at least three hundred of them would have had prostate cancer, and hopefully most of them have been treated. I mean, I mean there is. We've got. Uh, one of the lions uh, that uh, <coughs> at the very beginning he was not he, he wasn't very keen to, uh, to uh, no not to be tested mm -hmm. to, for us to do the the event mm -hmm. um, but uh, he was one of the people that uh, attended and uh, and he was one that he was uh, diagnosed because there was a jump from one year to another. Oh. I've got a neighbor, my wife, she, she plays um, uh, bridge, and I remember some years ago, uh, she was, uh, she went to the club and the woman came and got her and said, you know, my husband, I'm glad you told me, you know, because we do, uh, you say, where, how do we advertise? We advertise by putting notices and leaflets in golf clubs, uh, uh, men's clubs, hubs, yeah. uh, sort of big uh, stores like John Lewis, etc. Yeah. They put in their uh, canteen because it's free to the yes. public. Yes, it? yes, yeah. So we do. Yeah. So, so they pick up your leaflet. I'm just yeah. thinking for 2020 next year. They pick up your leaflet, and then what do they do? Right. Um, it is a little we. Uh, this year, we m used digital um, science more than just leaflets, and it, and it's worked fine. Uh, w what we do, they we advertise it, uh, and on the radio, TV, uh, we do have notice boards and very few leaflets. Um, but what has happened now, a lot of the people come every year now, you see. So what they do is they go online and they have a day, the date and they fill in a simple form, name, address, age. Um, and then they choose, they get to choose a slot on the day. A half hour slot, okay. and they're given an approval. They get a, 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 an email back mm -hmm. with an approval, and they print. They can print their own form, mm -hmm. 
right? So, because in the past, uh, the year before, they had to write in the form, and that created no end of problems because handwriting, you know, is that a one or is it a... And uh, so, they do that, they register, they have their own slot. They, and then they come on the day during the, the time allotted. A lot of them, or some of them come and they say, I couldn't print it or right. I lost it. What we do, because it is, we've got the details, we print everyone's form. So when they, and the forms are ready there and they are put in slots so we know this is the 8 to 8.30, this is the 8.30 to 9. Mm -hmm. So we've got them ready. They come in, hello, I booked, yes, what time? 8.30, your name, right? Have you got your form? No? Okay, take that. They take the form and then they're ushered to the phlebotomist. And th this is, this is a, a, one of the uh, important things. We need, like this year, we needed at least 24 phlebotomists, Goodness. right? Because, and they work non-stop, right? So they go to the phlebotomist with the form, the blood is taken, and then... <coughs> The, you know, the phlebotomists do their job by doing that. And off he goes. We then give them a letter uh, explaining to them what happens next. Okay. And off they go. It's as simple as that. And, how, and that is simple, isn't it? It Half is. an hour of your time. Half an hour. Half an hour, yeah. 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 Um, how long does it take to get the results? Um, usually, I mean... It, it takes about three weeks, mm -hmm. three to four weeks, mm -hmm. uh, because what happens, the blood uh, samples are continuously during the day mm -hmm. taken to the laboratories. They don't stay there. So we've got every hour, mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, a specialist firm who picks up the blood and takes it to the laboratory and they start working. In fact, the laboratory... Um, already does preliminary work by entering the details from the forms, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, by we did it on, on, on the Saturday, by Sunday evening, all of the results were, all of the blood, bloods were tested. Okay. Then they have to be, the results have to be put on the computer and sent to the urologist mm -hmm. and the urologist then goes through the forms and sees the age and decides this is a green letter, this is right, right. and we are at this stage, a urologist has had them and they reckon that today or tomorrow that we saw and then, and then they all go uh, by letter to the individual. And there's three things. They, they either get a letter, your, your reading is X, Y, Z, mm -hmm. uh, and this is normal. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you have no cancer, mm -hmm. but what we suggest you take, have another test next year. Okay. The second one is your reading is Y. Mm -hmm. This is uh, slightly higher, but don't worry. It, it doesn't mean you've got cancer. The best thing is go and see your GP. 
and have another test. Yeah. Right? And they get and, and the same thing with the red. They say if this is above the average, go and see your GP as mm -hmm. soon as possible. And then what happens, the GP then the first thing they always do, have another test. Yes. And then once that then the GP decides what other tests they've got to do. John, it, I think it would be good just to talk about the symptoms of prostate yeah. cancer because obviously you go out and you inform yeah. um, um, you know, groups yeah. of men. The symptoms is getting up, uh, having to go and have a wee mm -hmm. uh, very frequently, abnormally, you know, except of course if you had six pints of beer, yeah. the, uh, you know, the day before or <laughs> the evening before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you continuously have to go and yeah. check it. Yeah. Um, Even frequent um, peeing during the day as well? Sorry? Not it's not just at night, is it? No, no, not just at night. Yes, if you find yourself, well. you go. Yeah, I mean, on, obviously, the older yeah. you are, you yes. know, the more you have to go. But yeah. uh, if you really think, you know yourself, if you think that, oh, Christ, you yeah. know, this is much too much. Go and talk to your GP. Yeah. That's one of the symptoms. Yeah. Blood in your mm. urine, never ever ignore blood. Mm. Go Absolutely. and talk to your GP. Yeah. Uh, pains, if you've got pains in the back, you know, that is a bad sign because if you've got pains, mm -hmm. uh, go and speak to your GP because it, once the pain starts, it means it has developed. Right. Uh, these are the main symptoms, really. Yeah. Yeah, the, the thing is, the, the prostate is a gland. Yeah. And um, when the cancer is in the gland, you have no symptoms, real symptoms. That is the importance of those tests. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And is also the flow of the urine also could be a sign? Yes, again, yeah. yes. And yes. also inability mm -hmm. to, to actually... Go yes, to the loo as yes. Well. Or yeah. if you go to the loo and then you, you, you know, you dress yeah. and you walk and you find your shoes. <laughs> it's not a good sign. Yes, yes, not yeah. a good sign. Yeah. But you know, if go it happens it. once, it's a, but yes. if it is continuous, yeah. yeah, go and see your GP. Yeah. All it is is a blood test. Yeah. Do you think more men are talking about this now? Yes, John? yes, yeah. I think yeah. we've had uh, the, the fact that uh, you had some well-known celebrities you know, Stephen Fry yeah. and all sorts yes, of uh, yes. Elton John yes, and all yes. those people, yes. uh, you do get, it has pushed. And then also uh, we found, uh, I'll give you an example, we've got uh, people from the uh, squash club or people from the gym, they sort of tend two or three come together and some of them through uh, make it a yearly outing in other words they come have the blood test and then they go have a curry or something Fantastic. right we and you get stories there's uh, four guys that they've been doing it for the last three years last year they asked someone else you know they come join yeah. us and, and he went yes. and he had cancer Gosh. right and right. and what we do we try they get in touch with us, you know, somehow we get to know about it. Uh, and then we ask them whether they'd be willing to 
talk about it. So yeah. uh, we Good we idea. interview them and then you know they go on telly or uh, you know sort of we are yeah yeah. It's good to yes. talk. Yeah, it is. It is good to talk. I'm going to ask Simon, actually. How old are you, Simon? 42. 42. Yeah. Are you now <laughs> listening to this thinking, hmm, I might join them? <laughs> and because the it was an issue that my dad suffered from, he wasn't uh, a prostate cancer, but he had prostate issues. Right. And yeah. it's something I know I need to stay on top of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just a blood test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You don't lose anything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. John, what's your, what's your message to men? Message there? to men is... It is a killer. Mm. It doesn't cost you anything to have a blood test, mm -hmm. right? And for the sake of your family, yeah. remember, every day, 13 men die every day. It's the biggest killer of men in, from ca cancer <laughs> in the UK. That is the message. John, you've done a, a, a yeah. wonderful job setting off this in, initiative you. and the yeah. Lions. Yeah. But obviously, you personally going, you know, taking yeah. taking up the mantle and Thank going you. and doing. And this. we should work together. Yes, no, I'm I, sure there will be. I, absolutely, yeah. I'm really, really, yeah. really would love to do that. So, yeah. John, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank thank you. you. This was a My Cancer, My Choices production. Complimentary therapy from us to you. For more information, visit mycancermychoices.org.